Hey there, welcome to the Sanctified Sip with content that invites you to seek inner power. I'm Destiny with an extra E and I'm here to sip with you. Now that you pulled up, let's pour up and reflect, grow and heal one sip at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Sanctified Sip where we seek inner peace and power. And on today's Sanctified Sip, we are challenging the ego. So I was recently doing my devotion and came across the scripture that speaks to the thorn in the side. If you are unfamiliar with this scripture, it is found in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 7. And so Paul says that even though he's received wonderful revelations from God, he has this thorn in his flesh. It's the thorn that he says is a messenger from Satan to torment him and to keep him from being proud. And today we are going to assume that that thorn is your ego. Because what we have to understand is that us in our total being, we are made of body, mind, soul. And I am going to argue that our ego is also a part of our being. And the reason I say that is because if you really think about what your ego does, your ego or your inner voice, your inner me, as some people like to call it, is that part of you that is always working against what God is doing. It is that part of you that when the Lord says go, it conjures up all of these excuses and reasons and limitations as to why you should not go. It is that loud voice sometimes that brings fear, that brings anxiety, that brings depression, that brings low self-esteem, that brings all of these negative emotions that God did not give us. He did not give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So your ego is that part of you, that part of us, that speaks against what your soul is doing. And let me back up a minute because I believe that your soul, our soul is the connector to the Holy Spirit through God. Our soul connects us to God by way of the Holy Spirit. So we have, it's almost like an umbilical cord connection. And your ego is the clamp to that connection. Because yes, we know that God is real. We know that he speaks to us. We know that we have seen him operate and we've seen him work, but there's a part of us that struggles to fully and completely surrender and trust that God will come through for me, me, destiny. I have a problem being complete transparent, completely transparent today with surrenderance and with transparency, <laughs> go figure. But in this evolutionary state that I've been in, 
God has been revealing to me that it has simply been as a result of me listening to my ego more than I am listening to the Holy Spirit working within my soul. It is well with my soul because my soul knows that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. My soul longs after the things of God, but that sneaky, cunning little ego. And so Paul is saying in 2 Corinthians 12, that he begged the Lord to take it away. Paul is literally begging God to take away the thorn in his side. And each time God comes back and says, my grace is all you need. My grace is sufficient. My power works best in weakness. Literally, God is saying, in your weakened state, when you are listening to that ego of you, instead of listening to the ego, which is making you feel strong, but you're really weak, lean into God so that his strength, his power can work best in you. Now, if we think about language and we think about best better good it's like a spectrum of goodness and when we're listening to our ego we know that our soul is listening to god we are availing ourselves to god in small doses and so life is good we see god's power on a minute level we know that he's working in us we work we know that he's working for us but it isn't until we truly surrender ourselves unto God and trust that his grace is sufficient for us so that he doesn't have to remove the thorn because the thorn is, it serves a purpose. That purpose is to be a reminder that we are flesh, that we are not God, that we have very limited sight in what God is doing, we only see in part and we only know in part. And that thorn in our flesh is the reminder of that fact. And we suffer not in vain. It's not that God won't take our ego away just because he just wants us to suffer. But he leaves that thorn where it is so that in our weakness, we can recognize we are weak because when we recognize that when we are weak, we have no other choice but to turn to God. That's why the thorn exists. And that is why I am arguing that the thorn is in fact the ego. And I'm a visual person. And so the Lord speaks to me visually and in metaphors. So go with me here. Let's say that we are in a trench. Imagine you are in a trench and in front of you, there's a rope. The rope is sturdy, it's strong, and it's right in front of you. It's within your grasp. It's within your reach. You have the power to grab this rope, okay? Now let's imagine that in this trench, we are standing in quicksand. 
And so now it feels as though we've got this rope in front of us. We have to grab a hold to this rope. It's within our grasp. It's within our power to grab it. And we've got to save ourselves from this quicksand. That is your ego. Because what you don't know is that the rope that you think is strong and sturdy is attached to a rock on the other side of this trench. And so you're reaching up for this rope that's right in front of you. And as you pull it, it feels like it's stable. It feels like it's sturdy. But the more weight that you put on this rope, it starts to slip off of that rock. And what God is trying to get us to do is to look to him. Look to the hills from its coming all your help because all your help comes from the Lord. And so in this vision, we are in this trench with this quicksand and we've got this rope in our eyesight. But if you change your perspective and instead of looking to what is just in front of you, look around to see where God is. And in looking around to see where God is, you may just find yourself looking at your way out of this trench. Because what God has done is he has placed a ladder in the trench. <laughs> but the thing is, the ladder is just outside of your reach. And so what the ego does is it says, wait a minute, I'm in this quicksand, I am sinking, I have to get out of this trench. And then it conjures up all of these excuses and limitations as to why it's unreasonable for you to think that you can grab a hold of God's ladder. But I'm here to tell you today that you absolutely can grab a hold to the ladder in which God has extended to you by way of his grace and his mercy, because his grace is sufficient. And when we think about what that word sufficient means, it may just conjure up the strength that you need to trust in God. And quite simply, sufficient means enough, adequate, meaning what you need, God has already provided enough of it for you to get to the next step. Because again, that is another trick of the ego. The ego says, I need to be 16 steps ahead before I make a move. That might not be your problem, but I will say that is definitely my ego. I am a control freak, perfectionist, planner, type A to my core. And in that, I have had to accept I don't have all the answers. I don't need to have the answers. When God says it, his grace is sufficient and that is all that I need to act. That is all that I need to move. That is all that I need to take the next step. And if for some reason I don't know exactly what that next step is, guess what I do? I pause. Because in the pause, that is me shutting off the world, 
after I pause, I pray. Nothing too deep, nothing too long. God, what do I do? <laughs> because the prayer doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be sermonic. It doesn't have to be loud. It doesn't have to be boastful. It quite literally, all prayer is, is a conversation between you and God. Note, I said conversation. And so when I pause, then I pray. The second part of that conversation is for me to listen. And then after that, repeat. <laughs> and so in this trench, I paused and I said, okay, God, I'm in quicksand. I have no options because the option that I see in front of me, I there's something about it that just does not feel right. If ever you come into something that just does not feel right, it's probably the Holy Spirit trying to get you to pause. Because the Holy Spirit, again, is our umbilical cord to God. It is giving us the nutrients. It is giving us the sufficient grace that we need. It is giving us the resources that we need to do what God has put us here to do, to sustain the life within us. But when we're not listening, it's difficult for us to hear. And so I'm in this trench and I said, God, what do I do? God's response was quite simple. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. God, that doesn't make any sense. I'm literally talking to you right now. Clearly I'm seeking you. No, no you're not. Because I was seeking God with my hand still on the rope. Because what God wants is total surrenderance. Because as long as my hand stays on the rope, I am within my ability. And what God is asking is for us to take our hands off the rope and make the leap onto the ladder in which he has called us to leave this trench. His power works best in our weakness. In that moment of, I have no other choice, in that moment of, I am in between a rock and a hard place. In that moment of, I don't know what to do, where to go, how to feel. God is asking us to pause, pray, and listen. Because what we don't see is that outside of the trench is literally the promised land to which God has called us to get to. Everything that you have been praying for, everything that you've ever desired, every aspiration that you've ever had, I guarantee you it did not come from your intellect. It was given to you through God or by God through way of the Holy Spirit. And in him giving it to you, that means that he's already equipped you because his grace is sufficient and his word cannot return to him void. So in him giving you the vision, the goal, the dream, the aspiration, he has already given you permission through heaven to do exactly what it is 
He's already laid out that plan, but he needs you to trust him and walk. Not to trust him with your hands still on the rope, but he needs you to trust him and move in the way in which he has called you to move, in the way that he has positioned you to move, in the way that he has strategically orchestrated your life to move. It's scary. Because you're in this trench and the sand, the quicksand, it is, it is sucking you in. It is drawing you down. It is pulling you down and you feel as if you do not move, you will surely die. But that's where God is saying, hey, one, you're not going to die. This trench is not unto death. This trench is to get you to look to the hills from which cometh your help. This trench is to get you to understand that his grace is sufficient. This trench is to get you to understand that there is no, nothing, nothing, nada that can get in between you and God's manifested destiny for you. God's greatness, God's will, it shall come to pass. And as long as your hand is on the rope, you are functioning in your capacity. You are functioning in your strength. You are functioning in what has worked for you. But in this new season that God is ushering us into, he is ushering us into let go of what has worked for us to get from point A to point B. And he's saying, surrender unto me so that I can show you that eyes have not seen, that ears have not heard, and that it has not even entered into your heart all the things that I wish to do for, through, and in you. So in this trench, I said, okay, God, you told me to seek you first, the kingdom of God. All right, I'm seeking you. God, I'm going to let go of this rope, and I'm going to jump on the ladder. And when you jump on the ladder, you realize that the quicksand was just a little mud. <laughs> it wasn't that the quicksand was sucking you in. It was that you were so comfortable that your body had become a part of that mud. And it felt like, it looked like you were sinking, but all the while, all you had to do was jump because what God has for you is just outside of your reach. God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. That period of time in between letting go of the rope and jumping is the weakness. That gap that we need to jump into this ladder is the weakness. And so if God's strength is made perfect in our weakness, that means that even in the fearful jump, God still is carrying us to where we need to be. He made provision for the jump to be easy. He tells us to take upon his yoke <laughs> and carry his burden because it's light. He does not mean for you to stay in this trench. He does not mean for you to continue to feel like you were in quicksand. And he definitely does not mean for you to put all of your might behind your own strength. 
God is literally saying, hey, baby girl, <laughs> I got you if you let me have you. But that means that you have to surrender your ego. You have to surrender what has worked for you up until now. You have to surrender your intellect for a moment because I guarantee you, your intellect and your experience is going to work for your benefit when you get out of the trench. God did not allow you to go through things and to learn and to experience and to grow in these ways just because. You either win or you learn in this life. And when you learn, those lessons are for strategic purpose. And in that strategic purpose, it is ultimately for God's glory to be revealed. He knows the plan that he has for you. And that plan is to prosper and not to harm you. And so if you are feeling harmed, if you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you are feeling like you are in a trench with nowhere else to look, then you need to look to God because that is not where he wants you to stay. It may literally have been something that you tripped up into. You just happened to trip up into this trench and now your ego is saying, girl, <laughs> you in this trench and this rope is here, grab the rope, girl. And the more you grab, the more you realize this isn't right. And even if you cannot pinpoint why it's not right, just the fact that it does not feel all the way good means that the Holy Spirit is nudging you to try something new, to do something differently. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting a different outcome. If you've always been a fighter, if you've always been a talker, if you've always been this and you've always done that, maybe it's time for you to try something new. Just maybe God is saying, hey, my grace is sufficient enough for you not to have to be combative with people. My grace is sufficient enough for you to not have to be afraid of their judgment. My grace is sufficient enough to fight through that depression. My grace is sufficient enough to fight through that anxiety. My grace is sufficient enough to fight through that low self-esteem. My grace is sufficient enough to get you out of this trench. And so that is why it is important for us to let go of our ego. Because in letting go of your ego, one, you become liberated from the thoughts, opinions, judgments of others. Because I'm sure in your trench, there are some people standing right there with you and they are encouraging you to pull on that rope. But I pray that there is someone in that trench who has enough God in them to look to the hills and see that God has provided a way out. And although it is just beyond your reach, in your weakness, God's strength is made perfect. 
he's going to allow you to get to the ladder. He's not a trickster. He put the ladder without, just outside of your reach because he needs you to depend on him to get you there. Because what God does is as he draws us in deeper into him, he stretches us a little longer. And it's in that process, just before we feel like we're about to break from the stretching, that he lifts us up to where he needs us to be. I pray today that you are lifted. I pray today that you would look towards the heel from which cometh your help and understand that this trench is not unto death. That God has strategically placed a ladder out of the trench. And this ladder is sturdy. It is strong. It will carry your weight. And it will be there for the person coming after you. Because we overcome by the word of our testimony. And as you start to climb that ladder, and as you start to climb your way up out of that trench, you can look and say, hey, y'all, I see the light. Hey, you guys, the trench is just a trench. It's not our grave site. It is just the valley of dry bones. And God said that these dry bones can live. He said it in his word and his word cannot return to him void. So if you are in a trench, it is because God wants you to get out of the trench because he needs you to be a voice piece for the people still in the trench. He needs you to be a lighthouse to say, hey, I have seen the other side and it is a land flowing with milk and honey because that is what God has promised us. But we have to break through our ego. You have to break through that inner me. You have to break through that inner me and listen. I know how terrifying it is. I am not sitting here as a perfect person. I am not sitting here as someone who is unafraid. I am sitting here as someone who is terrified, but is trusting in God. And the more I trust, the more God breaks through that terror and he shows me how terrific it is. Because that terrifying opposition, that's my ego speaking. Hang up the phone on the ego. <laughs> Hang up the phone. Don't press redial. Don't start 69 the ego. Hang up the phone and let God show you that terrific opportunities lie ahead of you once you let go of that rope. The rope is the terrifying opposition. The rope is what is in your way. The rope is what is in God's way. The rope is what is stopping you from obtaining and accessing your God-destined greatness. Because the rope is your ego. It is what you are clinging to to save you from this trench. It is giving you a false sense of control. 
And as a control freak, I know what that may sound like. And your ego may be screaming for you to turn off this podcast right now. <laughs> she don't know what she's talking about. Who she thinks she is? Trust me. I am only telling you what I have heard and what I am experiencing for myself. That's why I say we're sipping together, girl. Because I'm in this trench right with you. But I have made the leap onto the ladder. And I am praying that you hear me calling out to you. Hey, girl, I have seen what's outside of the trench. Won't you come? The ladder is strong enough for all of us because God's grace is sufficient. You don't have to try to build your own ladder. God's already provided a ladder. And each movement that you make to get you closer to God, he's going to provide you with what you need to make the next step. And before you know it, things are going to start happening. Ways are going to start being made that you could not have even conjured up even if you tried. It has not even entered into your heart what God wants to do in, for, and through you. And it has nothing to do with your strength. It has nothing to do with your might. It has nothing to do with the thorn in your flesh. It has everything to do with God's grace being sufficient. So, Take God at his word. I dare you to try him at his word. Because the gag really is, his word can't return to him void. So if he said it, that settles it. Hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you for letting us know that your grace is sufficient and for reminding us that in our weakness, your strength is made perfect. We thank you today that we don't have to be controlled by the thorn in our flesh. Thank you, Lord, for not removing the thorn because it keeps us humble. It keeps us from being prideful it keeps us knowing that we are only flesh and that we must lean into you for everything that we need god we must be dependent upon you in our surrendering ourselves unto you oh god you will receive us you've already received us and we must get out of the way <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for positioning us in such a way that we don't have to worry about dying in the trench. Thank you for positioning us in such a way that we can look to the hills from which cometh our help and see that you have provided a way out of the trench, God. Heavenly Father, 
I am believing right now that you are speaking to whomever is listening and you are tapping them through the Holy Spirit and you are saying, hey, get out of the trench. And not only are you asking and telling and pleading for us to come out of the trench, God, but you are also giving us the strategy to do so. In our pausing, you are allowing us to shut off the world, to not listen to the ego. And when we pray, you are giving us what to say through the Holy Spirit. And when we pray through the Holy Spirit, you come back and you give us knowledge, you give us wisdom, you give us your grace that we need to be listening to so that we can then repeat the pause, pray, listen, until you allow us to emerge out of the trench. I thank you, God, that every step that we take is a step toward your greatness. I thank you, God, that every step that we take is a step that you have already orchestrated, God. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that every step that we take not only has it been orchestrated, but you have already announced that we are victorious. We just have to trust you and walk, God. Give us the courage to trust you and walk. Let us not be consumed with what the ego is trying to convince us of in this moment, God. The ego is trying to tell us that we are worthless. The ego is trying to tell us that we are inadequate. The ego is trying to tell us that we don't have what it takes. But I am here to say that the devil is a liar and that you are the truth. We are fearfully and wonderfully made in your image and that is is a truth that is a fact because it is in your word and your word cannot return void so as we try you at your word and as you continue to reveal that your grace is sufficient and that we have everything that we need within us because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world i pray that you would continue to push us forward god Continue to push us onward and upward, Lord, and continue to allow the light that you've placed inside of us to burn brightly so that men will see your good works and glorify your name. We give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor because you are worthy of that and so much more. It's in Jesus' name that we pray and believe that it is so. Amen. Listen, you are a lighthouse. God has placed you here for his mission and he has equipped you with everything that you need to fulfill it. Continue to seek inner peace and power. Know that you have purpose. Know that you absolutely matter and know that the choice to sip always is yours. I love you and I mean it.